Hey friends, it's time for another one block talk. We're gonna uh, talk one more time about God here. And this may be the last one, unless between now and the next time I uh, go walk the block, I come up with one more thing I wanna share with you. But I want to talk today about the image of God as seen in the image of humanity specifically. There is this uh, story in the beginning of the Bible in the Torah, the first five books of the Bible in Genesis. And in the first um, two chapters of Genesis, you get these kind of varying perspectives on uh, origins, on the creation story. And each of them, if read literally, it's, a, it's not a great way to read the origin stories in the uh, Old Testament. That looks like you're getting two perspectives on creation, but what you're getting is a theological understanding and a bit of meaning behind what we see around us. One of the things that's super important when reading the book of uh, Genesis in the early chapters is that these stories were written not in a vacuum, but in conversation with other ancient Mesopotamian creation epics. So like uh, one is known as the Atrahasis epic, and another one is super important is known as Enuma Elish. And Enuma Elish is a creation story from um, the area of Babylon, from the Babylonian uh, civilization. Now here's all you need to know right now about Enuma Elish, although we could talk about this for hours. Enuma Elish tells a story about Tiamat and Marduk, and these two warring gods, basically, uh, it explains where creation comes from and where humanity comes from. And all of it is born out of violence and, and like trial and tribulation. That, the, uh, that humanity is created to serve the gods. And the gods are like all annoying one another. The younger gods are making too much noise for the older gods. And then this female god named Tiamat decides to like go to war basically. And so Marduk is chosen as the representative of the sort of council of the gods to destroy and defeat Tiamat and to bring order back into creation. And so the way uh, that happens and goes about is that creation is basically um, born out of the death of Tiamat. That Marduk at some point in this story uh, like rips her body apart. Uh, now, just pause. Imagine if you have a story of origins where everything you see around you that you would label as, as the natural world is born out of the violent death of a female. That leads to some really bad gender dynamics. And we see that borne out all the time. We actually live in a world ruled by Enuma Elish myths, also known as the myth of redemptive violence. And the humanity in this story is born out of the rebel god's blood. So there were all of these other gods that sort of rebelled with Tiamat. And one of them, this kind of general, is uh, taken to task by Marduk, is killed, and then humanity is created out of that rebel deity. So even humans are suspect at their core because they are born out of strife and out of treason. It's a, it's a story that tells a lot about what the universe means. Now, here's what's important to know. The, um, this, this epic, Enuma Elish, it was repeated year after year in a festival that sort of reinstituted the power of the king, uh, the power of the king in Babylon. And he gets his power, the king, because he is the image of the divine on earth. If you want to know what God is like, if you want to know what God is telling you to do, then all you need to do is look to this ruler in Babylon. And there was this big parade, and there was all of these festivals, and then this one person was known as the image of God made known in the world. Now, why does that matter? 
Well, this Babylonian story is being told at the same time the Hebrew scriptures are coming into their own formation. And Genesis, these early chapters of Genesis, were likely sort of written in their final form while Israel was in exile in Babylon. So as they're hearing this story told year after year in festivals, they are whispering a different story. And that story is about the God who creates with language, with words, creates in nonviolent like kindness. If you go and you read Genesis 1, it's this creation poem and it's beautiful and it flows and there is no struggle, there is just grace. But also, if you keep reading, you find that the story says that the humans were made in the image of God. It says that God breathes God's spirit into them and they become image bearers. Now why does this matter? Well, if you're hearing year after year a story about how there is one person who is made in the image of God and that person is the one who sits on the throne and everyone else's job is to serve that person. It tells you something about what humanity's role is in creation. But what happens if the divine image becomes democratized and all of a sudden all of humanity are image bearers, are from that divine breath, or in some way related, well then all of a sudden, the power and creativity, the grace and the love that we find revealed in this God end up becoming sort of infused throughout all of humanity and all of creation. It is a completely different way to understand who we are in relation to creation. It's brilliant, it's beautiful. If you wanna read more about this, you can read uh, a book called The Liberating Image by, I think it's Middleton. J. Richard Middleton, I believe. Uh, Some others have written about this too, uh, this compare and contrast between Genesis 1, 2, and 3, and Enuma Elish. But we are out of time, and that is a ton of information for a couple of minutes. That is the image of God on this one block talk. Friends, it's good to uh, share that with you. Grace and peace. We will talk soon. Bye.